2: What do you say there, you gooch gulchers? Hey, everybody, Kevin Goatee here, gutting the sacred cow. Time to party. Why is that? Oh, boy, God. We've got Bill Schultz, and what a twist. We also have sitting in Alfred Schultz, who's that Bill's brother. Yep, the two of them are going to take down Last Action Hero, you know, the film that thought it was a good idea to release the week after Jurassic Park with Arnold Schwarzenegger and made it (sighs) PG-13. Sitting next to me in the co-host chair. Oh, God, I love this fella. Delvin Cox is right back in the foray. So let's see if Bill can make this a family affair with Alfred and take down Last Action Hero. Gather There's the Saigon whore who bit my nose off. Time to pay the time to pay the fiddler whore. special guest Delvin Cox. Name that film. I have no fucking clue. It's weird. I can't go. Help you. Let's go. Hold on. Yeah, Albert, Albert's got it twist number know. one of this podcast we have not one but two gutters and there happen to be related the schultz brothers bill schultz you know him many a time without his better half Joya nosichinsky but alfred schultz joining the podcast for the first time Thanks. fellas welcome bienvenue willkommen as we say in the fatherland Alfred you're seems American, to know. American. Speak American. <laughs> <laughs> Bill did a note, which surprised me. Bill bats about se- Bill, he bats about 750 on the quotes, which is some, about 475 more points than the White Hunt's Ox had ever aspired to about this year. Uh,
3: Alfred <laughs> Schultz, what film is that from? I believe it's Dirty Work. I believe you're right. I've never seen Dirty w- oh, oh. like,
4: Work. I've
3: never seen it either, but I'm impressed regardless. That's,
2: wow. It's I, either that or Murdoch, I'm coming to get you. And I said it's too easy. Yeah, that was easy kevin goatee delvin Cox. i actually don't know that one
3: you don't know rambo
2: first blood part two
5: i
3: guess because i was thinking murdoch at murdoch uh, airplane so that that's my brain was going that way all right well here we go gutting the sacred cow the best movie review slash movie debate
2: podcast out there where we invite our guests to pick a film they find overrated or hate and trying to convince us to see their argument but it has to meet one of these criteria, widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or a financial success. Today, the Schultz brothers had decided to tag team the 1993, well, worldwide success, Last Action Hero, a budget of $85 million, a box office hall of... 50 million US, but 137 worldwide. Translate that into 2023 money. A $177 million budget. A box office hall in the United States, 104.3, but a box office hall around the world, 285.9 million. Wow. What Promitable. a. Descri- yeah? yeah. But not in this fine country of ours, fellas. Nope. No. IMDB, as you know, boys, well, except Alfred, you guys are veterans. IMDB is a scale one through 10 with decimal points. I'm going to go to Delvin Cox first because, Bill, I know you've read all this shit. Delvin Cox. I never look those up.
4: I never do. I want to.
2: Delvin Cox, IMDB, last action hero. Let's hear it. 5.5. Bill Schultz. I'm
3: going to go four. Alfred Schultz. It's out of 10. Yes, right? with, with decimal 3, points. 3.5. 3.5. 6.4. Oof. Uh,
2: Rotten Tomatoes, 1 through 100. Critics, Rotten Tomatoes score. Let's go to Alfred Schultz first. Uh, see, I think I did see this. All right, recuse I, yourself. Okay, yes, you yeah, did. go
4: for it. Go for it,
2: yeah. Bill Schultz. <laughs> I do Bill Schultz. Um, 60%. Delvin Cox.
5: 34.
2: 38% critics score. Really? They They basted this, this film. Yeah.
5: I remember when this movie came out. Oh sure I do too. Why. And how I critics a... despise this movie.
2: Yeah. Audience Rotten Tomato score. Bill Schultz first.
3: I'm gonna go 60 again. Uh Alfred Schultz. Do you know this number? I, this no, I d I didn't see this one. Uh I'm gonna guess mm, fifty five. Delvin Cox. Forty seven.
2: 47 on the nose. Oh,
3: someone gets both showcases. I
2: never get any of these. (laughs) Quotes. There is an absolute plethora. So I'm just going to limit myself to a few 25. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back. You always say that people wait for you to say that. This one is off the beaten path and it made me chuckle out loud. Crack house. What do you want guys throwing cocaine at each other?
5: That was a good one.
2: <laughs> and, of course, the cheekiest of action uh, movie cliches, you want to be a farmer, here are a couple of acres.
4: <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I was watching it again um, this weekend with Alfred. I never got that. I never – Really? It a second explain to me that joke? Yes, yeah.
2: It takes a second. Wow. Damn. I've, I've now lost. It was a even... stretch for me. Yeah. How do you go from zero respect to less than zero respect? Bill Schultz. Well, we just found out. Just gave it to him. <laughs> just gave it to him. Yeah. I'm going to go to Alfred Schultz Qu- uh, quotes that jumped out at you, sir.
3: Oh, so my, my, one of my favorite quotes is, and remember, don't plug the restaurants. I just hate <laughs> it when you plug the restaurants or the That's gyms. Good. It's so tacky. That's, That's my great. Quote. Uh, let's go to Bill Schultz, his brother. <laughs>
4: If God was a villain, he'd be me. That's a good one. I had that great one.
3: Great one. That's a great yeah, one. reading you know So going. so though, compared to the original. So Delvin
2: Cox, you got one for me? I know you do.
5: Oh, oh, I have a bunch. I know you do. Let's see. To be or not to be. Not to be. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah I thought
2: that forget. was too obvious, yeah, yeah, so I let that right. one slide.
5: Yeah, I I have a, I have more. I know. Ice that guy. The of phrase. Phrase. <laughs> I had
2: the Burger King
3: souvenir cup with that I, scene yep. on there. I
2: had oh, one yeah. with the,
3: the Jeep coming through to the built like coming through the house. Yep. there was one and it animated. If you yep. like, moved it side to side, it animated. Yep, exactly right, Alfred. Right, Delvin. What else?
5: Let's see if I can do this one like like the, like the movie did. Slater. <laughs> <laughs> And no cultural appropriation
2: here, fellas, because my friend is black. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere, about Delvin? me, By the way, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Delve. Any more? Is that all?
5: I- I'll give you one more. Please. This one just made me laugh because they were just so out of just out of whack the way it happened. The the clear crack whore just comes up. Want to have a party? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> like what am I watching? <laughs> Five
2: fun <laughs>
5: facts. Wait, I got can Go I give ahead, you Bill. one
2: more? Of course you, you guys missed
0: the
4: obvious. Kid, kid, what do doctors treat? Patience. Patience. What's happening? What's happening with uh, the elbow parts of my jacket? Uh, he said that it, where a where better. Thin, yeah. Yeah, it a little thin. And then you, the kid was like, wow, that was that was a stretch. That you was sa- a stretch.
2: You sound more like Arnold's maid than Arnold. <laughs>
4: So I'm actually getting back at it by Arnold right now, and making a beautiful Mexican Austrian kid. Good
2: job! Congratulations! Did you say, mm-hmm. Oh, Mexican! It's a Mexican ostrich. Like, he does look like an ostrich. That's funny.
4: <laughs> that too. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he looks exactly like Arnold.
2: Five fun facts. When this movie was greenlit, do you know how many months they had to prepare for the, the just to get everything done? How many months did they have from green light to release date, which was June 18th? Of ninety three, how many months? Six months. Six says Bill. Yeah, six says Delvin Alfred. But I'd get say through, five. Guess. How about one full pregnancy? Nine months. All right. Oh. ACDC is in this movie. Why? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger asks them nicely. Huh. The original. Cool. That yeah, is cool. He's got a lot of pull because obviously he pulls a lot
3: of those friends of his to, sh- to pop in that as uh, cameos throughout. <laughs> yes, and After T2, it was like Guns N' Roses and like that heavy metal world he was like so attached to. But part of the and we can get into this later, but like part of the downfall of the success of this movie was like, I think partly because like, in 1993, edging on 94, people weren't caring that much about Megadeth or ACDC like they might have five years prior. If he had gone the Pearl Jam route, maybe things would be a little bit better for him or Soundgarden. There's one uh, Alice in Chains song, but the rest is Kind of old-fashioned. Yeah, I think Queensrÿche is Queensryche, actually Re- in, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's, it's in oh, the Oh, Def Leppard! Like you're you're Def too Leopard, late. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a live yeah, version,
2: live version of Dream On by Aerosmith. As the credit said, if you caught that. There you go. Yeah. The, the original title of this film was called Extremely Violent, and the main character's name Arno Slater. <laughs> and what? the only thing left over from the, the only thing left over from the original script was the Hamlet scene. Really? Really? Huh. It's the only thing that held over. Shane Black, by the way, there was a ton of writers and Carrie Fisher contributed to the rewrite. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shocked for that one. Alan Rickman was approached to be Benedict. He demanded a ton of money because he did not want to be typecast. So that's why they got Charles Dance, who showed up day one for shooting, wearing a shirt that read, I'm cheaper than Alan Rickman. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I love this guy even more. Yeah. That's he's great. such an underrated bad guy. I, I mean, I guess he was in Game of Thrones. I never seen him since Last Action
3: Hero. He,
2: he actually, Alien 3, Alien Man. 3, by the way. He's in that. Okay. Rewatch really that recently. He's so good he's on Last good. Action Hero. Yeah. Oh, he's under- the best. He eats yeah. up the camera.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, want to take a stab on who else was considered for the role of uh of um Benedict? I'll give you two guests, there are two people. They're, but one of them is a complete douche in a major 80s action film. The other one. Oh, that narrows it down. I William Zapka. <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> and the other guy was pretty well known in the 70s, 80s. Uh, real mega hit in the 70s. Real, a real uh, cult classic and a few other 80s ones. And also a TV movie he did that was world-renowned.
3: I get. I mean, oh, you may get the first one. The second one, I, I'd be shocked if you got. Okay. TV movie. I all I think about is Billy D. Williams and Brian Song.
2: No. Like, what
3: made for TV movie does anyone really care about? besides that.
2: Yeah. Well, the no answer
3: for, to that
2: one is it, and that person being uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Okay. Oh,
4: oh, that would be. I I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Apparently, was, Tim Curry was up for Nicholson's part, Joker, yeah. but like they were never going to give it to Are
2: you serious? I had no idea. He wow, he's like, oh, gay, yeah. I think. Wow,
5: uh, Tim make, Curry uh, would have been a great Joker sign, yeah. Huh. Oh, he uh, totally would
3: have. I don't think he's I mean, so also the first so. choice. He also did the uh, uh, voice in the, as the Joker initially for the Batman the animated series, and then for some reason they weren't feeling it. And then Mark Hamill did Hamill. it, Who and knows? then he rewrote <laughs> history. I don't
4: like, yeah, I like, I think. Curry would have been better.
3: Well, you can uh, hear him, and he sounds exactly like Hamill. If you you can go online and hear it. Yeah. It's like the exact same thing. I don't know why they fired him.
2: The other character being William Atherton of Die Hard Fame and Biodome. William Wait, Biodome. William Atherton? He's a news reporter who goes to his house. Oh. Al- Goes to his house and says, okay. Hey, we call Ian? Oh, Hack. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters.
2: Also that too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There
2: you go. Yes. Do you boys oh, course. Take, Yeah. you want to take a stab on who was considered for the role that Austin O'Brien got? Two, two of them. One is an, that was an absolute mega star in the nineties. The other one hit his stride more in the 2000, big time in the two thousands. I'm guessing Elijah That's, would. There. You both got him right. That's it. Uh-oh. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh,
4: I, I swear I didn't look it up. Just get
2: the, it. look at you two brothers with your goofball telepathy. How cute! Maca- <laughs> Macaulay Culkin said he couldn't because he was busy making the Good Son and the Nutcracker, two very different films.
3: And yeah. Elijah the probably nut had the Nutcracker.
4: I yeah. forgot about the Nutcracker. Oh I, my god! A the, the pa- and, lot and, of people
2: did. And, yeah, I did. Too, and the Page Master as well. That was another one that Oof. time forgot. And another video game. I'm surprised Schultz didn't buy. Bill, I should. Say. i will
5: going to say that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Richie
4: Rich, I remember probably yeah. being in that. If that was a video game, I would have played it and wanted. it.
2: By the way, I should have, in preparation for this podcast, played the last action hero video game on Super Nintendo that I have on my hacked Super NES. Of course, it's a video game. The studio bought Nintendo. The studio bought advertising space in a NASA shutout that was supposed to launch in May, but didn't because of technical issues. It didn't launch until after the film was released and bombed.
5: Womp,
2: womp, womp. By, fun yeah, fact, yeah. Kevin Goatee went to see this film. Opening weekend, he did the double dip. What was the first film he saw? Cliffhanger, and then snuck in to see this. I'm sorry. Because I, Jurassic well, Park... Well, sort of, well, cl- cliffhanger's great. Yeah, I, cliffh- glad,
4: yeah. Jurassic Park hadn't come out yet. No, it did. Amazing. No, no, no. Jurassic Park was out one <laughs> yeah. week, which
2: is why this bombed. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's go and get the fans in on the... Fun as we love to ask. Uh, There were good questions. Listen, this this crowd does not miss gutter. Yeah. Okay, here we go. They call this a movie podcast, TCTAM Pod. If you were list, if you were listing the greatest one liners in action movie history, how many in the top ten would be from Arnold? I'll say three. Schultz's. You know, I, I don't know how I already many...
1: I,
4: I'll let Alfred go because I already replied to him. Oh, because
3: oh you did? I, I didn't I didn't catch your ahead. reply. Yeah. Uh I, I don't know, but I one thing I got me thinking because I saw the question. I didn't see Bill's reply, but I saw that and I started thinking, you know who's like underrated on this that you gotta remember is Wesley Snipes for some reason him. had a ton yes. in Demolition yeah. Man, Passenger 57, all like he had way all, more than you ma- realize. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And basically every single thing he says in Demolition Man is some dumb pun or something like that. Like yeah. his entire yeah. dialogue is yeah, yeah. um, majorly. Like, yeah, I guess don't Arnold has, has to have three or four. Without I mean
2: I, is- I could sit here and rip out 75 from commando, and that's just one. But, I mean, well, that's the
3: thing. He has so many, too, Schwarzenegger, that like you, they're almost not memorable except for I'll Be Back.
2: And, I'll Be like, Back.
5: Get to the chopper. Get to the hasta chopper. La yeah, vista exactly. ba-
2: hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Uh, and that, yes. Those are the go. three. Yeah, Whereas Buzzsaw, oh, he had to split. I mean, The Running Man also has a shitload of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
4: If this movie was a hit, you guys would be saying big mistake as well.
2: Very true. That would
4: have been his yeah. new catchphrase. But here's the thing. They're all awful. They are all third-grade level Half sentences. And the only reason that these things are known in our pop culture zeitgeist, as much as uh, that's for you, Kevin Israel, uh, the <laughs> word, uh, is because it's charming when you hear it in an Austrian accent. That's it. That's it's, really it. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Are you kidding me? That was a throwaway line that James Cameron never thought it was just lying. And then people would come up to Arnold after the movie and be like, can you say I'll be back? Like, that. they didn't plan for that. Like, they're all dumb. And, and it's just, it's Arnold's way of saying it that kind of makes it fun, which I'm fully for, but none of them are great lives. They're, the they're all shitty. Yeah, at, they're all shitty lives Yeah, terrible. At so, Wizard,
2: at so Wizard Podcast, do you not give Last Action Hero any leeway for at least trying something different and for having a pretty badass soundtrack? Well, so all right, I are yeah. in
4: a very I difficult position
2: here. <laughs> I mean, do you give away? Yeah.
4: Well, you you have given us a certain. Rules I know, here. I know, yeah. I know.
2: Uh, so, uh, so so uh, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll say that. Delvin, how do you answer that question?
5: I don't want to answer it due to it may play my hand. Your,
2: your, That's fair. All right, I like to that. be to be paused next at Rex Crum, As if Arnold wasn't playing meta Arnold enough. Last action hero is F. Murray Abraham, who is in the Hall of Fame of Actors who make everything they are in better. The Schultz brothers need to stand down. Really? So really? noted. Well,
4: again, I don't I don't know how to reply to that either, Kev. By, by, by the way, is there
2: any better name that, that you think you're telling someone to piss off than F. Murray Abraham?
4: Yeah. By the yeah. way, I, when Albert and I were watching it, the other thing I forgot, which was so clever... Or cute, maybe that's a better word. Is uh, I forgot that um, Jack Slater thought his name was Mo
2: Zart. Yeah. Mo Zart. <laughs> <it
4: was>, yeah. <laughs> that was great. It was, it was wonderful. It won eight Oscars.
2: That should have another quote, too. <laughs> at Ken Bjorn Turner, at Bjorn the Viking. This one I have in my notes. If you got the golden ticket, what movie would you jump in? Okay, now that you all great said question. porn. Great question. Now that you all said porn, what is the second movie you would jump in? I'm going to go to uh, Delvin Cox. Delvin Cox, you'd lead off this one here, buddy. What movie?
5: See, this is a hard question because I like a lot of action movies. Right. And I'll think like if I jump into one of those movies, I'll probably die. Stray <laughs> so bullet. That's like, right. That's why I was thinking the same
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping, Delvin, you did not say a horror film because your people don't have a very long track record in horror films. Exactly. Man, and, yeah, by I, the, I, and, I, and by I, that, and then and by that, I mean homosexuals. So just to clarify that.
5: <laughs> no, no, I
4: knew where you were going
5: with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, you know, you know what? I'm going to say Endgame. And really? Yeah, the, end of it, the whole final battle because it's just such a fucking it seems stressful to be inside like, in that world. But like, yeah. I, I know what's gonna happen, world. so I just get popcorn the and world. watch it. Um,
4: that's you that. just that's want to sit like next stress. to Captain America. You just want to that's sit that's next stress. to
2: Captain America and say, "On your left, God damn right." <laughs> I, uh, I did
4: get chills on that
3: scene. Oh, that is <laughs> great. I got chills. Uh, let's so go to Alfred. What film would you jump in? So somebody asked me this not that long ago, like is like a, a dumb sort of like work uh, uh, group building thing. And like people said things like the MCU and, and I was just like, Well no, they're so stressful. So like I think yeah. you wanna be in a movie that you wanna like live in that's super comfortable. I'm innately a super lazy person. So it's got to be Nancy (laughs) Myers' movie. It's got to be it's complicated or something's got to give where I'm just relaxing in either Santa Barbara or the Hamptons and just be like, wait, what's going on? Oh, sorry, Meryl, back to TV or I'm going to go to (laughs) Meryl. That's (laughs) where I want to live. So I like, oh, I'm sorry, Diane Keaton, about Jack Nicholson. Uh, I'm going to go walk around the beach. I got to tell you, it's got to be low stakes.
5: I can't show up in those movies. Cause the cops would be calling me immediately. I oh,
3: pretend to like you so much, though. in public. <laughs> so what if uh,
2: I show up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't see any problem with that one, Bill Schultz. What do you have? All right, now hear me out on this. No, my I think
4: my one of my all time favorites uh, would be Jaws, and you'd say to yourself, Bill, why would you
2: want to be in
5: Jaws? I stress. You- oh, no, I say, Bil, Bill, why would you watch Jaws? <laughs>
2: Oh, by the way, Bill. Uh, hold well, on, guys. Hold yeah. on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Delvin Cox has the lone distinction of coming on this podcast and trying. I under, underscore trying four times. Trying yeah. to disassemble that that cinematic masterpiece. I hate that moment. Yeah, and let God. me just tell you, he ate a bag of dicks and had so much. I know. It. By the way,
4: De- Delvin, I know you did, and I was so furious. I, no offense, I did not listen to it. Like, I'm like I, I, I told. Kev, Kev, told me it. I'm like, he is. He's he's being a contrarian. He is just trying to poke all the bears. And I, like, I don't believe that he believes it. And I, I was, I knew I was going to be so incredulous.
5: Oh, Kevin, tell you, you I believe it. <laughs>
4: I others believe
2: it. <laughs> it's a perfect. It's a perfect film, you asshole. Okay. No, um, it's, it's, it's it's be- the, the
4: reason I choose Jaws is because in nineteen seventy-five or seventy-four, when they filmed it, yep. Martha's Vineyard looked delightful. What I would do was just not go in the water, and I don't like people. So I'd be on the beautiful beach and watch people die. Well, I, and I that say sounds this, like man. a lovely summer.
2: I, I know you're going. I know, I know you're best best going, Delvin. Best. So go ahead.
5: If if you go to that ugly ass beach, you would be the handsomest person there because there was oh, a bunch true. of ugly
2: motherfuckers on that beach. I, I, that that works. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the I land of the prodigal, was
4: yeah.
3: got it going on. I think a bit. Yeah. I think
4: it was one of the last movies that showed a topless eighty-year-old man with man boobs that was skinny. Uh, or
3: the overall beat. someone hasn't seen yeah. that waking Ed Ned Divine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or just uh, wait I for another mm. wait for another 40 years for the Schultz family movies to see Bill Tapas at the parents pool zipping around and we'll <laughs> see you don't need to wait
4: you yeah, don't I need to wait him beat. Uh, it's
2: already it's already happening yeah it's already <laughs> oh, happening. No. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be called skinny so I got him beat but yeah all right, listen, the obvious is I had the ticket. I have three. I, I, my answers are very easy. We all know Bill Schultz would be in any Bukaki film which covers him in male <laughs> cake batter.
4: How do we all know that?
2: Oh, it's obvious. How is that a
4: thing that we all know? <laughs>
2: okay. uh, please write in, folks. Listeners heard if you disagree with that. The answers are obvious. Wild things. One of them. And Pretty stressful, though. What do you mean if i'm in the pool with denise richards and Tell nev me. campbell the only stress i have is how fast can i get my dick to pop back up after uh finishing one of them off
4: so disagree because it's a double pressure. cross it's a double cross on a double cross on a double cross i'm dumb yet i would again. have got double crossed early yet again wild thing. another movie and i can't be no in. sex yeah yeah <laughs>
2: well you know what it's worth going out with the bang walk up yeah. walk, up, walk up. and about house will of-
5: also be caught <laughs>
2: How about, fa- how about Fast Times at Ridgemont High? If only thing else, just to hang out with Judge Reinhold at the fast food place. Obviously, Phoebe Cates. And, you know, let's watch Forrest Whitaker run roughshod and drive a car into a fucking uh, whatever it was. Oh, in the mall. I hate that
4: answer, too, because that movie shows the awkwardness and kind of horribleness of high
2: school. Yeah.
4: I think it's a bad answer.
2: I don't want yeah, yeah, to go no. to high school. I <laughs>
4: love the movie, but I would not want to be... At that
2: high school. I'm you know shallow. What? I'm looking for a smoke show. Women I can try and have sex with. Like I said, I'm very shallow. But that's my goal.
5: I'll probably be okay in that movie. <laughs> I, they'll probably look at me like the cool teacher, for, the cool black hey, teacher. Hey, so I'll be Forrest, fine. Wh- yeah.
4: for, Forrest Whitaker's first part.
5: So it wasn't yeah. all white. Yeah. I'll throw American
2: Pie out there. I'll take my chance with Shannon Elizabeth and Tara Reid in their prime.
0: Yeah,
4: I uh, get that fun point. to look at, but you're still in the awkwardness of high school. But I, but I yeah. get to hang out, so out with really Stifler,
2: and I, I've been told many times that we have the same stupid personality, so we'd be two peas in a pod.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. And hair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair.
2: Fair. Dickish, but fair. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Uh, oh, Mike WFO Dicks. That's a, this is a guy new, new to the, uh, the, the, the Ask a Gutter. Does Delvin Cox have a large collection of physical media, or has he embraced the digital age? Also, is Delvin Cox put oh, off by the amount- that
4: to Alfred? <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I, I, I will jump in on that too. And also, is Delvin Cox put off by the amount of smoking in this film? Does it send a bad message to children? It's a lot to unpack.
5: Hmm. OK, let's start with the first question first. Um, Please.: Yes, I have a lot of physical media.: I do too, and I am unashamed to say that. I may uh, have five hundred, at least five hundred DVDs and Blu-rays. At least, Alfred, I'm, I'm close Alfred? to that. I'm I feel like you're in that.
3: Alfred, I feel like Alfred's in that category. <laughs> I don't. Yet. I haven't actually haven't counted in a while. I have no idea. Well, look behind me. gentlemen. Look behind me. I like DVDs. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan. So
2: I, like, I, I still yeah, have like some VHS tapes that I did not give my parents yet because I still haven't gotten them on either Blu-ray or digital yet.
5: Yeah, a lot of stuff isn't on Blu- Blu-ray, so or digital, so I have to buy it on DVD. I also cartoons.
2: I also have a lot of sporting stuff on VHS. All of the '94 Rangers winning the Cup, and of course the '1996 Yankees winning World Series games. Something I'll you know, have to explain to you White Sox fans what it's like winning multiple of. So,
4: Speaking of White Sox to this day, Alfred gives me crap for doing for getting rid of our VHS copy of Gene Shepherd, the writer and uh, voiceover artist of A Christmas Story. That, by The, the way, worst films ever made. Uh, that
2: film should burn in hell. He
4: was, he was the host. <laughs> he, he was the host of the overall history of the White Sox, and it was a VHS copy. I gave it to Goodwill, and Alfred has never forgiven me
2: for that. What's more depressing, the White Sox history or watching Good Christmas Story? I really think that Christmas Story is more depressing. Thank you.
4: Well, one's, one's a classic, and one else is definitely a tragedy. Yeah. At Teresa
2: S F A S. From a scale from a lot to a gift from God, how much better would Last Action Hero be if Delvin Cox started a remake? Wow. Delvin, is this a, is this a, a lady caller friend of yours that wrote that in there?
5: No, I'm just- Delvin wrote that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, you Delvin did a great- is ju- doing a Kevin Durant.
4: That's another uh, account. He's doing, it, like, that's a fake account that he did. Yeah. Can you
2: imagine if you just nope. yelled Slater and then got a SAG card for that? <laughs> Next. oh yeah so how much better we we got that okay and uh alfred schultz nepo brother i love that ah Lord Snurse. he doesn't miss does he is bill schultz the doppelganger of the of the ripper
3: <laughs> look schultz you gotta fight
5: this i motherfucker.
4: can see it <laughs> I, I can see it
3: I hate to defend Bill, but Bill's got a pretty good head of hair on it yes, He does. On top of his head that the Ripper does not have.
5: You have to a, fight him. A, you l- got to fight snurts. The, awesome.
3: the Ripper has a skull. Bill at least has a
2: lion's mane. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah, but you know what the biggest mistake with the Ripper was? Those uh, fake teeth they gave him. Because yeah. it made everything he said, like, on a weird lisp. And you can see him struggling with the fake teeth.
2: Worst, really get like Worst fake teeth. The Ripper... Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street, or Mr. Yonio, or Mr. yonioshi from Breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh. Well, it, it, the last one's a hate crime. Yes, <laughs> it is. First of all.
4: Jess
3: uh, <laughs> said well, this I like very Jonah podcast last week.
4: Hills is, uh, Jonah Hill's made the
2: character, I think. Yeah.
3: Fair point. Ugh, but I can't handle right? that. Him yeah. in that movie. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: And the second half of the question for both of the brothers: What are the three weakest Arnold movies? Boy, I can give you two right off the bat.
3: Oh boy, that weakest! I mean, he has a whole bunch I haven't seen because of their weakness. Uh, Eraser, I saw in the theaters. Saw in the theater too. I never saw that. And days awful. Not that good. Eraser's not
2: that bad. It's not good, but it's also not that bad. And then.
5: Can can this question be modified to the the, the famous auto movies? Because he has a lot of movies like in his in his career that just fucking suck. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 So, oh sure. I have I have two immediate ones. I'm surprised. Batman and Robin? Come on. Where the fuck are oh, you on that? Yeah, oh, of course. Garbage, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's without a doubt. Raw Deal is terrible as well, if you saw that. I yeah, I've never seen it. Raw Raw Deal's bad. Uh, not wait, a f- yeah. That's wait, we- which
4: one was Rod Deal?
2: He's a he's in the he's in the uh, fighting the Chicago mob. He's I just remember the, the poster. He has a shotgun.
4: Okay, I, I thought I had the title Ron, because I will I will rate I will see you that and raise you red heat. I was that was that's my third, what I was gonna that was yeah, third. I was going to yeah, say that was a third. I was going to say I've never
3: yeah, seen yeah. it. Don't rush. Don't rush.
4: I look I look as Alfred will tell you, I, I don't want it to be smurched any Chicagoan, but if if Jim Belushi's in an action movie, it's probably not gonna be that good. If Jim Belushi's in uh, a movie, it's, probably not <laughs> it's not gonna be that good.
2: The six but don't forget guys Although, this the sixth day uh, about this, last night was a hit. Yeah. The six the six day collateral damage. Not good. That was terrible. And collateral yeah. damage was also bad too. Yeah, yeah
5: no. those, he, those movies are terrible.
2: Delvin, you know. Well, I forgot the name of it. It's He's in a zombie film where his daughter gets bit and he takes her away. It's like an independent film. Oh, it's solid. shoot.
5: It, I can't remember the name, but it, it came out like a few years back. It's pretty good.
2: It's very good. Yeah, I it's good. I have no idea what. I've never yeah, heard of that. I, I also will accept any Terminator film that's not Terminator 1 or 2. I, I agree with that. Yes. I haven't seen them, but I had no desire. T3 I've I rewatch watching- is bad. I
4: started watching Genesis a couple nights ago because I'm awesome and I have a huge, uh, amazing life. Awesome. Uh, and I, I'm like about half halfway through it. I do like the concept uh-huh. of bringing Linda Hamilton back, and also uh, John Carter died at the beginning. I with another Arnold and Terminator. I like. I love that. Well, it was the beginning of the movie, but I, I thought that was kind of brilliant. But Think I Dark
2: thing. faith, isn't it? That's Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Genesis is the one where John Connor is like the T one thousand kind of looking thing, which also yeah. sucked.
4: Oh, okay. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. That's the whatever the last one was. Yeah, Dark Fate. Um, that's
5: yeah. the one Thank James Cameron yeah. has something to do with. I yeah, I yeah. hate. I yeah. I tried. Like I,
4: la- I, I like oh, what man. I see so far. No,
2: that got it's that right. that guy's oh, terrible. And another one. Uh, we have uh, at Bango two three three one. I have not yet seen this movie. That is a statement, sir. Not a question. Get on the goddamn stick. That closes <laughs> ask uh, gutter and hey no one listens to the end of podcasts so we do our plugs in the beginning. Let's go to uh, let's go to Bill Schultz Bill what are you up to over there on the morning show with that plucky Joanne Nosinski uh, sorry Jasmine Nosinski <laughs> thank you for saying Jasmine yeah. uh, I will plug your
4: show Aww. for America finding out, finding out for the first time that that was Joanne's college boyfriend's nickname for maybe her lady parts. And uh, he based it on Jasmine in which this movie was it? Aladdin. 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 Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. And, nope. ja- and to this day, Joanne will reference Jasmine slyly when Kev is on. Yep. Um, but yes, to- I was more offended overall... by you not
3: knowing who Jasmine was. That's- that was...
4: <laughs> I, I, I had a brain fart. I had a brain yeah. fart. Uh, yeah, you can see Joanne Goodhart. Ugh, i'm still getting used to it uh nay at uh at uh morning on compoundmedia.com i forget what the subscriber rate is but you can't afford not to have it lots of great content aside from Gio visconti um and <laughs> you really got to do it and we also have a youtube channel just type type in morning bill and joe joanne does all that she's doing a great yeah. job i have We're a still have, learning
2: but i have a bone to pick with her every time i'm on which is every goddamn month i never make the clip section i go what the fuck is going on here i am one of the easiest oh just most, book, most booked by the way in this part you, of the show you you are quite literally the most booked but like
4: by <laughs> the way you know the ones that get on are the ones that remind her to do it so you just you just all you gotta do is email and be like hey remember this that yeah oh. that. all you gotta do is make her job easier but um yeah, and that's it. Uh, stupid Mike Baker articles on Entrepreneur and uh, Maxim, but those are a while ago. Uh, but it was a former guest of Cats. Sorry guys, yep. I'm, ma- I'm mumbling, go ahead. Alfred, anything you want
3: to
2: throw out there? Or
3: uh, nah, just gonna, just I'm gonna still, defer to Bill? Uh, yeah, defer to Bill because I'm the Neppo brother and yeah, making podcasts here and there. That, they probably wouldn't want me to promote it because I'll do it a disservice. And then, uh, yeah, just add Alfred Schultz on the dumpster fire. That is Twitter. That's about well, it. he was but...
4: essentially the he was essentially the co-host of Stand Up with Pete Dominic on Sirius. And he had a great show, which is why I always knew he'd be great for this. That kind of delves into all of these weird pop culture, minutiae, wormhole stuff called sit down. With him and his uh, co-producer Chris, Haas out. Chris. Um yeah. let's plug it's more great. shows that don't it. exist. I <laughs> know. <Yeah. laughs> it was great. I loved it. Here is Bill. Much.
2: Bill, do you want to shout out the Max Headroom show, which aired on ABC back in the '80s as well? <laughs> I gotta look that up. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah good show.
5: That was, that was a mind
2: fuck. Yeah. Delvin Cox, tell me about the Delvin Cox experience and what you're up to over there, my friend.
5: Dalvin Cox's Spirit is still rocking and rolling, almost at 300 episodes. Wow, Also, correct. I am on a podcast called Play Some Video Games, talking about video game stuff. It's pretty, pretty well-known podcast. It's pretty cool. If you like video game stuff, you like to hear people talk about video games and frankly talk shit about each other, because that's what we do, you can check that one out. And on the Dial Up Movie Club's, um, I guess their podcast feed, they did a four-part audio drama called Justice League Mortal, and I guess this kind of pertains to this show because Justice League Mortal is based off of the unmade Justice League movie that was supposed to come out several years ago. I think it was um, who was supposed to make it? Um, Shoot. I don't remember who was supposed to make it. But they took the script and made it to an audio drama and I played John Stewart's Green Lantern in it.
2: Thanks for the fucking invite, dickhead. Oh, wow. <laughs> I- <laughs> I mean, I'm a voice, uh, so voiceover I, guy, too, but, you know, whatever, Kevin. I'll just go, uh, just go fist I, myself.
5: I, I just tried out for the role, and I got the role to be <laughs> green. I didn't cast the role. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I it came really
4: good. I haven't watched it yet, but I know they did the same thing with Superman Lives, right? And Nicolas yeah. Cage did do the voice of his cartoon version and, uh, of that. my god, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. There's a doc out about the failure to make Superman lives. amazing. Have so you good. seen it? I want to Superman Lives. I did. Yeah. It's amazing. I it's got amazing. To, I, I don't know where I can find it though. It's not, is
3: it streaming anywhere? I, I mean, it's probably on Amazon. I, it was streaming a while ago. I don't yes. know, but like, it, it's almost like this podcast in a way where like at the end of it, at the beginning of it, it's all about how terrible this movie would have been. And by the end, you're like, I really want to see Watch. That yes. Watch it. I felt I the same like, way. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. My, it really yeah. fucked with your mind in that sense. Who was supposed to be Batman in that, in that iteration? they didn't really, I don't think, got that far with having an actual Batman, but it was Christopher I Walken with Act. Yes. Yeah.
5: And I think Aww. Kevin Smith wrote it, if I remember correctly. He did, and he was going he to wrote direct it, draft. Too.
3: He yeah. wrote a draft of it, and then Tim Burton brought another guy to yeah. you watch it. It's an awesome documentary. Uh, you love this stuff. It's perfect. I'm sold. Delvin Cox, why
2: don't we do together what we like to do, and that's welcome our guest to
5: Guts. Gut The. The. Uh sacred sacred cow Cow. april
2: fools today's the day we're throwing a curveball because today's Uh the day and i give credit to bex on the at bex on twitter and bill schultz had the same ideas separate of each other to say you know what we should do for april fools throw a curveball find a film that got panned that we all love Bill and Alfred come out here I, and defend the sacred cow. Well, I like, I love, like I was, I,
4: by the way, give me a little credit here because like, some I of did. The questions you were asking earlier, I, I was, I was looking at Delph and I'm like, I don't know if I can answer this. Yeah, and I know. It, like, That's good it. play.
2: Well played. Well played. <laughs> so yeah, that was this, that was uh, the idea. Of no, 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 We That's- love
4: the movie. We we that, love the movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. Don't
2: Delvin, the, uh, you, Delvin, you hold on to yours, and uh, let's we're gonna hear the Bill and Alfred's takes on this, and then we're gonna go to you. I'll,
4: I'll go to
3: the younger piece of crap, brother. <laughs> he, can he he, 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 he could go first. Oh, I'll, I just I'll, you know I'll his crops. I will say this. Um, I don't want to like I, I want to. This will be this will evolve because especially since we're all on the same page. Um, I will say that. I think it was ahead of its time in a lot of ways in that if you get rid of sort of the bombastic nature of it and sort of the hype that surrounded it, I think it was ahead of its time when it comes to sort of a meta look at Hollywood and having actors play themselves. It happened before and like the player and things like that. But this did it on such like a very pop culture level, like not – it was it was done in, in in very much for mass audience, which later was something that like you, know, you would see in uh, the Larry Sanders show or Entourage. And there's countless examples of that now where now it's normal for a celebrity to play themselves and make fun of themselves. This was like real and also like someone like Schwarzenegger who had done comedy, but he hadn't like kindergarten cop. Yes, that's funny. And is he making fun of himself? Sort of, he's just putting himself in awkward positions. He's not really making, he's still strong, muscular, and like a badass. This, I mean, I my quote, my favorite quote from the movie was Maria Shriver making fun of him. Like, that was a thing he was on TV all the time talking about oh, yeah. Hollywood and like oh, oh, yeah. it really was tacky and weird and like him cutting to the core of that. Now he's not like totally destroying himself and uh, saying, uh, having his wife say that, but it's a great moment. And the way she plays it off so realistically, that's a legit funny moment. And I think that there are legit funny uh, parts in this movie. And if you don't think about the baggage surrounding it with how it was uh overblown with its budget how what, they paid uh a 14 million dollars for this which um, is that, that is insane wow <laughs> it's like I mean that's a lot now for one actor in one movie but yeah. like and so, like all those things, if you get rid of the baggage in a vacuum, it's a fun movie. Like it like it, and it it legit some of the jokes legit hold up. Now, some not all of it holds up, and we can I'm sure get into that as well. But like it's a funny movie and it's fun. It's that it's nonstop action and it's funny.
2: Uh Thanks. Bill. Hey, Ray, yeah. Bill, you you uh, you uh, uh, hit some points up there.
4: Well, like Uh, There was a great article. God, I want to give them credit. Oh, and Gizmodo, I guess I09, that really said it better than me, which was, to Alfred's point, it was ahead of its time, but it would have been so much more well-received now with uh, quick cameos that at the time made no sense. And, like, I can't believe I'm seeing T2 and Sharon Stone in the same Frame Uh, camera frame as he's leaving it. Yeah. Um, That was so lost on an audience in 1993, but in the TikTok you know, uh, YouTube audience of now, you think like, it
3: was lost on people? people. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. It was not lost on people, but they they could they they could deal with I it. I think like, the movie they, was they're... a barrage, which, which yeah. was like it uh, was like yeah. almost a, a hindrance to it because it was nonstop moments like that. And at a certain point, they start losing meaning because you're like, you see a cartoon cat in the T-1000 and you see Sharon Stone within a minute of each other, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Sorry, go ahead, Bill. Yeah,
4: no, but like, and um, and Alfred. Well, Alfred, you made the great point when we were watching it with the legacy. Um, I mean, yeah, you can start with just the Hamlet trailer of which was hilarious. Excellent, and Hamlet. Yeah. but they did they did the uh, Sir Lawrence of Olivier Hamlet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But by the way, that was, that was that was that was that was Olivier's last wife as Danny Madigan's English teacher.
3: Oh, my oh. God. That's amazing.
4: That's insane. Yeah. I,
3: so very tongue-in-cheek. Is, I didn't know that. that it's hilarious. Did not then know that she goes on, she's like, and hey, you know him from... The Kodak commercial reference. Oh, that's yeah. A, yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: But, um, so, you, first of all, you've got that beautiful pseudo-fake trailer, which we would see years later in Tropic Thunder to open the movie with the series of wonderful fake trailers. You have a way that they filmed it that we would not see until a couple years later in Sin City, where every once in a while you'll see a color and it's beautifully lit, it's one color in an otherwise black and white movie. And that was all in one little scene of a fun little fake trailer of the Sor- Sir Lords of Olivier, the Arm Schwarzenegger, throwaway thing in this really unbelievably ahead of its time movie. Um, and the, 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 the idea of just going in and attacking the cliches that Alfred also said uh, has been aped so many times before, especially
3: Scream, and Alfred said yeah, that. Jamie Kennedy's um, character is very similar to Austin O'Brien's character in that they're just sort of walking you through all the True. cliches to look out for. True. And to
4: a bigger, to, to the same extent, Galaxy Quest. Um, it, it has everything, it owes everything to Last Action Hero. Um, and it we was- yeah, no, I'll take it, I'll take it. Um, but it was, it was the right movie at the wrong time, is the best way to put it. And um, it, there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen, perhaps too many writers. There are a lot of ways they could have done it better. Um, they had opened up a whole universe that would have been so fun to play with. in say like a movie like Ready Player One, right? Uh, where you got this ticket and Benedict teases it. I could get King Kong, I could get Dracula. Well, they don't really do it in this movie, they don't necessarily have to, but you've got a giant can of worms to play with uh, if there were sequels and this was a success. And unfortunately it wasn't, at least, I mean, they made movie, they made, they made money, but um, it was certainly not a hit. And um, yeah, it was it was the right movie at the wrong time. Uh, but I loved it, and it reminded me how much I loved it when Alfred and I watched it. Wow! I have some criticisms, but yeah, I still love the movie. We we can get to those whenever. Let's hear them. Well, what are the rules? I mean, you guys all recently watched it. When you have a movie like this, it's important for the audience to have specific rules to know what they're getting into. All right, you got the movie the movie ticket from Houdini whose entire career was based on debunking charlatans, yeah, right? Houdini yeah. was not a magician. Yeah. Houdini Houdini would go across the country and debunk um, people that would do seances because he thought it was so offensive that they would play upon someone who's just died and their parents want them to talk to spirits and he would debunk them all. And in the base of this movie, Houdini's got a magic ticket. No, Houdini hates magic. So they got that. But then how does this ticket work? Okay, we got Ian, uh, oh, sorry, what's his name? Thank you. Ian McKenna at the end being like, I'd look for the other half of the ticket. Is it that easy? All right, so there's the other half of the ticket, but then also how does this ticket work? So you got the kid and Arnold Schwarzenegger that lose Benedict. Benedict gets a ticket. He's out. So they're stuck there. That's kind of how it's supposed to work. No, it lasts a little longer. There's a malleable wall here that maybe we can still jump through. And the big criticism I would say is real world. You could have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. The real New York. First of all, I want uh, real world New York. I wanted Arnold and Austin, the kid, to bump into the Eric cast of real. Uh, yeah, I wanted him to bump into real world New York and the, the inaugural cast <laughs> in real world New York. But it wasn't real world New York. Eric, that Gnees. was not in New York. Yeah. Oh God, the grind. Remember that before it was a uh, <laughs> Who game doesn't? site. It was yeah, yeah, but. The real world, they could have had so much fun with the real world in New York, but instead, uh, everything Schwarzenegger did, he would be in the hospital for immediately. Even just punching the window, that's tendons gone, that's all that. They should have done that. But Arnold is just slightly more injured until the end when he gets shot. By the way, he gets shot in the chest. He is shot in the chest, at least near the heart, definitely in the lung. He lasts for another 30 minutes before they put him back in the movie world. He would be dead, dead, dead like that. And the hand punching through the thing, him falling off the car, all those could have been real actual injuries that they could have had fun with. They didn't. The the real world of New York in 1993, while New York was bad in 1993, it was not the hellscape that we saw. And by the way, that chicken scene where the cars hit together, and of course they both should have been dead, Anyone that watches a movie about New York and you see an alley, it's not New York. Nope. We don't have alleys. <laughs> Chinatown. Have alleys. Chinatown is it. A couple, none of them fit a car, okay? And at least if not two cars going together. I do think, and Kev, you might know this, mm-hmm. I do believe maybe the one scene that was filmed in New York, which is very impressive, Was the Jack Slater movie premiere in Times Square?
0: Yeah,
2: that looked to me like they were actually filming there. I don't know. I think the movie theater stuff was filmed. That's old Times Square, man. Either they 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 must have. I mean, that's what, Yeah. Yeah. Well, besides the movie premiere where he walks, the kid walks in and out of the theater. No, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's that's real New York, man. That's old school Times Square to me. Yeah.
4: Uh, I think that was the one scene that was filmed in New York. Uh, the rest of it was a cartoonish hellscape of what 1993 New York looks like for LA producers.
2: Montreal.
4: Um, <laughs> well, was it filmed? I, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. It, no. In it looked That's like a downtown it. LA. That's what it looked like. I think me. it was the downtown LA. I, I agree. Yeah. But
3: i sorry, Alfred, go on. I've gabbled too much. But no, uh, no, I, I mean, more, in terms of criticisms, I mean I, I think that you got a lot of them I think uh criticisms like, yeah, it's too much and poor Austin O'Brien. I think that you know we uh, kids there's so many generations of child stars that got com- completely just destroyed because gatekeepers didn't know what to do with them. I mean, this poor kid with his like Hollywood haircut, no really relatable kid looked like that. They didn't At dress all. like that. At they didn't all. talk like that. Nope. I think one thing like we are living in, speaking of hellscape, we're living in a hellscape right now. However, because of the one good thing the internet has done is that it has democratized certain elements like this where like kids are slightly more believable than they were. And I think that like they come across slightly more well-adjusted on screen and they did Absolutely. when you had a bunch yeah. of 50 year old Hollywood moguls telling kids how to be kids. And I think he suffered from that because his acting's not great. He's too much poor. kid I don't blame him at all because he's just he's too much in the movie. He's constantly talking and he gives up like a barrage of information like, oh, gee, shucks, kind of in a, in a kind of old timey sort of way. And it just doesn't seem realistic in the slightest. Um, the other thing, and I don't know if this is a criticism, but we had a weird period of time where um, and I don't think this ever really happened in real life, or at least if it did, it went very differently, um, where you would have a kid, there'd be a trope in a movie where a kid, teenager or adolescent, would be friends with the middle-aged eccentric weirdo guy. Right. Like, um, you know, yeah. obviously. Uh,
2: oh, Marty how about and Back Doc. to the Future? Damn it, it's in my notes, Alfred, oh, you son of, of a um,
3: But then there's also, like, you know, uh, the Karate Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi. Yes, I sir. mean, even the Teenage <laughs> Ninja Turtles and Splinter. Like, at a certain point, when did that happen that often? Like, I don't remember. It's like, you know, being like 13 years old and like, hey, where did Brian go? Oh, he's hanging out with that old. The weird professor today. It's like, oh, okay. That that's, never really happened. That's, that's not a real. Chose not to get in the
5: van. Uh, that didn't yeah, exactly. Happen. If uh, it did
3: happen, the kid's in deep trouble. Yes, he's not getting helped. He uh, didn't, you didn't he, go he, to the bicycle he, shop. Yeah, exactly. Poor Dudley. A different trucks.
2: Reference. I love. <gasps>
3: Dudley. it Dudley.
4: When when Albert and I were watching this, oh. he ro- kind of rocked my world. Where he's like, this gives credence to any like. <laughs> Uh, conspiracy theorist that thinks that all Hollywood is servicing pedophiles. If they're not the pizza place that Hillary Clinton runs in D.C., they're <laughs> over there. Like it really. Like and I started thinking about Marty McFly. Like it, it really. Yeah, it, it hurt my brain. It's a weird trope. Yeah, yeah. The, the older guy mentoring the young boy. <laughs> the delicious, delicious young boy.
2: oh this is the hollywood pedophile ring coming full circle (laughs) (laughs) what else do you fellas have any other points or is that going to wrap it up
4: the why macaulay culkin was something new is he wasn't precocious he also didn't have the weird wavy haircut that only kids in movies had in the 90s everyone had a short haircut there was no one that had the sort of feathered hair. Oh, like someone Austin didn't hair.
2: watch Home Improvement on channels on IBC. On oh, I no, mean, uh, but that's my point. point. You're, yeah.
4: You're, yeah, you're giving me my point. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, kids had like kids had the cool, the, the, the short little buzz cut. Macaulay Culkin look. And Macaulay Culkin was, well, adorable. Of course, he was adorable, but he wasn't precocious. He wasn't a child actor guy that the way he would deliver his lines. Unfortunately, Austin was all those. And I think that that definitely sort of ended with uh, Last Action Hero. But, um, yeah, the other, only other thing I would say is, fuck you, Alfred, for the fact that I recognize that that was Melvin Ben-Peebles in the uh, ambulance as yes. a cameo before Alfred did. So I, I, yeah, I win. Yeah.
5: I will say this. It is a little weird that the kid is a Jack Slater fan but not necessarily an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. Like, when I was a kid, I liked Arnold right. Schwarzenegger movies, like, you know, The Terminator, Last Action Hero, all the things that he did. So I wouldn't be like, oh, there's Jack Slade. I'd be like, that's Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. That's, I wouldn't yeah. be, like, just obsessed with, like, Jack Slade. I'd be obsessed with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movies that he was in. I, and this kid's, like, clearly just obsessed with this one character. And this kid is like, he's not a young kid. He's like a preteen or something like that. So he should know this type of shit if he's really so deep into the type of lore and stuff like that. And for him to be saying, like, ah, oh, I love Jack Slater. And then you just see Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, oh, that's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, but by the way, though, Delvin, it does remind me,
4: um, you know, no comedy really ages well. And I'm not even talking about stuff that's inappropriate. It's just it's not funny anymore. Yes. But one scene that really I realized how brilliant and perfect it was, was when Jack Slater beats Arnold Schwarzenegger. It is dead solid, solid, perfect. And I'm surprised none of you guys did the quote, frankly. I don't really like you. You brought me <laughs> nothing but pain. And, and his exchange, I, it was unbelievable. It could not have been done any better where, first of all, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a real-life hero apparently, thinks this guy is a terrorist and then realizes, oh, it's a stunt show. And, well, that is a quite a good lookalike, Hollywood-wise, that they cast for that. And the exchange is just, oh, it is. it's it a is perfect good. scene. It's a perfect scene. Yeah.
2: What are you guys going to give us in the old one to 10? Let's hear from both of you. Oh
3: gosh. Uh, Go ahead, Alfred. I mean, I'll give it an eight. I think eight. It's fun. It's really, again, it it works best in a vacuum. Don't read about the sort of hoopla surrounding it. Don't read about how big of a bomb it was. And just sort of enjoy it. Uh, Watch maybe a couple of Schwarzenegger movies beforehand to give you that kind of context. But besides that, yeah, it's really fun and it it goes by really fast. It's not a huge investment and uh, it's good. Bill. I would say just
4: on rewatching it because I, you know, we both saw more of its flaws. I would say a seven, but I'm going to give it an eight like Alfred because I copy because <laughs> of the legacy it left. <clears throat> and no, seriously, the legacy is huge. Uh, this movie really was
3: uh, started a lot of things and uh, does not get enough credit for that. Another quick criticism is that because it was a bomb Schwarzenegger then, and I think the studio, there was going to be a Hans and Franz movie where Schwarzenegger played himself. Yep. And then this movie amazing was a bomb that got canceled. And amazing. The Hans and Franz movie was written by Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon and Conan O'Brien. So that oh. movie would have been amazing.
4: Uh, would have been just as good as Superfans movie, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: which was going
4: to be a thing, which was written. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hilarious.
2: Delvin Cox, line up, buddy. Let's go.
5: I got to tell you, I am happy that I did not know anything about the April Fool's Day.
0: Oh,
2: great. That, that was the, the whole movie.
5: point. Yeah, so to keep yeah, You in the because audience. I went in this motherfucker it, it, like I'm ready for war. <laughs> so that's great. I love it. I love it. So I got notes. I got a lot of notes. First and foremost, I, this is a movie that's kind of hard to like gut. And because the reason why I say that is because it's, it's a satire. So everything in the yeah. movie is supposed to kind of like, at least the first ninety percent of the movie is supposed to be kind of silly and off the wall and off the hinges and stuff like that. So I kind of, so I kind of have to give it leeway when it comes to that type of stuff because, like you know, it's it's kind of a parody of Schwarzenegger movies. So if you like Schwarzenegger movies like Commando and stuff like that, yeah, and the cheesy you would love this because it's it's a play off of that. And I kind of it's to me when I when I when I originally watched this movie, I was like, this is a, a fun, I was probably like, what, 13, 14? Like, this is a fun movie, but I didn't take it into context that this movie was after Terminator 2. Yeah. It yeah. was a monster, huge, colossal hit, not only just like in terms of plot-wise, but like in terms of how technologically advanced it was with how everything looked so amazing. So from watching Terminator 2 to watching this, and the special effects being so bad, it's almost laughable. It's like, whoa, this is a little – this is different. This is not what I expected. <laughs> so, so, I, I thought special I can understand, effects are
2: pretty good for its time. Oh, they, they were terrible. Like the, the – Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're, you're, saying, yeah. you're saying Terminator 2 effects are terrible? No, I no, was no, saying no, the last no, Act Act action hero. Oh, my what? Special They're so good. Oh, yeah. yeah that's car, my point. When the car flip tur- and explode, t- yeah.
5: Yes, yeah. <laughs> When when the, the ripper has um the kid, uh I guess it was Jack Slade's son, at the beginning he has the axe point the opposite way. Like, why would you just shoot him? <laughs> he can't stab yeah. him, the axe point the opposite direction. Oh, no. you're gonna slice him with the axe pointed the opposite. And then the axe look fake. Like uh, it, it it took me out of it a little bit, but then I have to keep keeping in mind that it's an act it's a parody of an action movie. So you have to like you can't really knock it for that because it's like, okay, I, I get it. But there are things like that and, let me get to another thing about this movie. Because see, for every great thing I liked about the actual world that Jack Slater lives in, the real world fucking sucks. Right, Like, it is terrible. It yeah. takes you completely out of the movie. I wish they didn't have the real world in this movie because it takes away so much from the movie. Like, I'll give perfect a perfect example. This kid's mom is the worst fucking mother in history. <laughs> this kid... Gets fucking robbed. Mercedes, well, how dare you, sir? <laughs> he, she, he gets robbed. He, he's at the police station. His mom can't even be, can have the the balls to get off work. The check, like, nah, just just tell It'll him to go fine. back home. Yeah, just It'll put some fine. dirt. Just rub some dirt on it, Pussy. Just Did go he, back to the house you just got robbed in, and sit
4: like, a, Didn't the burger like handcuff him to a toilet or yeah. something? Like yes! it's house a it's me. a
2: rough scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like go back home. Why the fuck would I want to go back home? I just got robbed there. And and he gets poor shame too. It's like oh, you're poor garbage. You have a garbage TV and no jewelry. Ugh, you stink. Go fish. Yeah. I laughed. I laughed. That's funny.
5: <laughs> yeah, it, and then and then on top of that. Then when he comes out of the the, um, the movie world and comes back to the real world, he's been gone for hours. And he comes back with this strange man that she's never met. She's just fine with it. I go, okay, here's this big man with my son. God knows what they've been doing for the last few hours, but it's okay. I'm quite sure he took care of my son very well. Like, this is, su- this is such a weird thing. There should have been something there to tell you, like, no, nah, this is the real world. Shit like that doesn't happen. Parents are not going to sit that you come with a stranger in your house, like, oh, this is...
3: I think she sort of thought it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. So she was kind of into it. You know, like, well, that yeah. See, that, that's, the out. It, that's the out
4: to Albert's point. It's Hollywood conditioning moms everywhere to be like, it's OK if your son comes back with an older
5: man with an older celebrity Nothing wrong with that. No. Yeah. Better
3: than but him no. hanging out with the old weirdo who works at the movie theater. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah, that's one. No. That. yeah, there's two of them in there. I tell you, yeah. you're right. <laughs> There you go. And another thing that kind of bothered me about the real world in this movie is the real world didn't follow their own rules. And what I agree by that is, that that, that drove me crazy in terms of like, okay, Benedict gives this cool speech about how he could just pull any movie villain out and bring him to the world. I thought it was great. But then when you take into consideration, none of them had their abilities when they came out of the the movie.
3: So if you bring in...
5: Yeah, Dad. Yeah, that, that was a weird. That, and that, that didn't make any sense. That doesn't make no sense.
3: sense. Yeah. How the no
5: Death know There's Danny no if he if he's not from that world?
2: Yeah. I'm gonna re-raise you. If he talks about going about getting these these badass villains out of films, why did he go get the fucking Ripper? Exactly. Again, cl- closure for getting the kid back. Okay, fine. I get that part, that plot point. But if you're, just you're gonna say you can go get Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers, god damn it, go go get the Xenomorph queen mother from Aliens, but bring someone back. Don't just go. I heard this limp dick villain from Jack Slater three, whatever it was. And Jack Slater already beat exactly. Yeah, yes. I'm
4: just I, I, absolutely excellent point. Why get someone who clearly can't do the job? And Brandon, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And whose
3: weapon is an axe? Yes, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> exactly. And also, by the way, a very complicated axe. Yeah. Remember, he, he takes it out. It's almost like a, Piece, a cocktail yeah. maker. Thing, yeah. There's yeah. this, thing and that you got to put that on. And, I've
2: I've yeah, seen it's a um, very complicated
5: axe.
2: I've seen Amish raise barns faster than that axe got put together. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and since we brought the Ripper, another thing that drove me crazy about it is the final battle between Jack and the Ripper. Right, the Ripper gives him his axe, and the first thing that comes to my mind, okay, chop this motherfucker's head off and call it a day. But Jack. Finds the most convoluted way to kill this man that made no sense. Oh, the jumped- electricity! Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. especially since like it's the real the- world, that didn't make any sense.
5: It didn't make any sense whatsoever. Nah. He jumped like on the side of the building and hits this junction box that literally would have fried him if he did that. And electricity travels from that box and shocks the Ripper. I'm like, that doesn't happen.
2: <laughs> and there it is.
5: Yeah,
4: Delvin, you're so right. Again, this is supposed to be the real world. And remember, while all this is happening, that Austin kid is dangling off yeah, of yes. a... Uh, Balcony
2: or ledge. or, ledge. Ledge. Yeah. or something. Yeah.
4: yeah, and then has to leap while holding on by his uh, legs yeah. onto Arnold Schwarzenegger's arms. Like, like, no, that's what's supposed to happen in LA yes. in the movie. That's not what's supposed
5: to happen in real world New York. Like, they could have had a lot more fun with real world. And, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. I think the real yeah. world kind of takes you out of it once you get to the real world. Like I'm alone for the ride all during the the movie world and stuff like that because it, like in the end it's, it's all fun and games and it's ridiculous, but it's supposed to be ridiculous because it feels like a parody of a Schwarzenegger movie, but done by Schwarzenegger, so it makes it even more funnier. Sure, like even the yeah. whole thing where you see T two and you see Sylvester Stallone oh, great. oh god, that, 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 great that's great that's great yeah. you know, it, it. it, it kind of it's great so okay. i kind of love that but um when you get to the real world you're like god what happened where did it go wrong where the real world is just off like it like like the real world feels like fucking Gotham city <laughs> like, yeah like this is crime lawlessness he just shoots a motherfucker nobody comes by nobody cares I'm like all right like i get this is supposed to be new york but not even new york's that bad
4: <laughs> It's like they wanted it both ways. It's so weird because you're absolutely right. Uh, the New York of then that they made is not like that, and yet they still have made a New York that defies the laws of physics. And every yes. scene we just discussed in real world New York, like, right. and they, they 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 couldn't find a middle ground. Yeah. Which is funny
2: yeah. because the, the one time they try to make it real, he pumps four bullets into a taxi cab trunk. Like, ah, see, no explosions. No explosions. <laughs>
5: yeah. That was a great scene. I loved that scene. Yeah. And then and then another scene that kind of drove me crazy, the ambulance scene that you guys mentioned earlier. Oh, God, where, yeah. Where, where Danny is in the ambulance, and he's telling them, take him back home. And the ambulance, people don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's, he doesn't give him any type of thing. He doesn't tell them to take him to the movie. And then, I guess he just assumes they're going to know what Like, hey, take me to the movie theater so I can let this man live. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they're they're, oh, they're,
2: they're, yeah. They're, like it's ET. Yeah, like yeah. it's ET. Like it's
5: ET. We have to get him back home. The flowers are dying. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. what the Did he just pulls out a gun and I think this is this is the funny part cuz the ambulance guys just fucking leave. That makes perfect sense. Like fucking this kid talk about. This crazy kid just pulls out a gun on me all of a sudden and then he just leaves I'm like, "Ah. Oh, that tracks." <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: Del- again, it's supposed to be the real world. Delvin give me a number.
5: When I was a kid, I would have gave this a 7.5. All right. Now, seeing the flaws, I'll go 6.5. Fair. I think it's good. I think it's fun. I think everything you guys said is valid and correct. I think that, and I will will even say this. If this movie came out a little bit later and they touched up some things in this movie, I think it would have been regarded a lot more higher. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. These notes brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com, where you can find yourself a kick-ass hat, mug, bag, shirt, whatever. We got it. More importantly, hey, did you write us a five-star rating, two- or three-sentence review on your podcast platform of choice? Alfred's a podcast producer. He knows how important those are. They are?
3: I oh, mean... No.
2: <laughs> maybe, we didn't say he was a good boy. producer. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> this is why serious and him parted ways. Anywho... <laughs> <laughs> Cutting the, I can't
3: talk about it. Gutting the sacred cow. At,
2: <laughs> <laughs> gutting the sacred cow Actually, I can. at gmail.com. Gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com to say hi or to advertise with us. Notes. It's fun to see Slater's captain lasting for more than 15 seconds. Unlike when he was shot up in the first 15 seconds of red dawn.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. which
2: I was on that show. Yeah. Yes, even, the old, by the way, you'll
4: hate this, Delvin. The only black man in Red Dot dies in the first, what, I would say? 15 seconds. Minutes? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: I remember that scene. Yeah. I used to like Red Dot.
2: Yeah, that movie sucked when I saw it as a lot. kid, and it, it sucks in his Yeah. Even yeah. Arnold walking on top of squad cars in the first 30, 45 seconds is over the top, and I am here for that.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Here's a lawyer moment. Kevin Israel should have sat in for this. Wouldn't Jack's illegal search for that bloody axe from the Ripper freed him immediately instead of setting him to jail for 10 years? Yes.
4: But it's movie world. I know. Those rules don't apply, my friend.
2: I know. i said my that my that doesn't happen. Rules don't apply. I get that. This yeah. I disagree with you boys. This soundtrack is a goddamn banger and I present to you exhibit A, <laughs> Alice and Chains, What
3: the Hell Have I I agree, but it's it's not of the time. It was it added to its overhypeness and sort of out of touchness. I think yeah. I, I don't Disagree have a with that. I disagree. Yeah, I love all that shit. A lot of those bands yeah. were not considered cool in 1993. Wrong. Oh, Alice in Chains no. was. Alice in Chains is the one exception. Wrong. Cock the Hammer by
2: Cypress Hill. B right in their heyday. Could not disagree more. Dream on Aerosmith. That's <sighs> I live that was on a Oh yeah. Que- oh, listen, Queen's Def Leppard, Leopard. I agree. Anthrax is debatable. Man, Megadeth. Same Def story. Two Chains. Fishbone is on here as well. ACDC, A debatable. Fishbone. But- yep. Fishbone.
3: ACDC, I think any other five, like four year period would work with ACDC. Just that time in the nineties, they weren't in. Yeah. They had a couple, Uh, they had had a couple, they had
2: a a couple, uh, uh, it was one called Ballbreaker, was their album that came out in 97. Yeah, I believe I was in college. Next. Uh, I truly miss the days of grand movie theaters. They're palatial, they're nostalgic, and you are spaced yeah. out enough where you don't hear other people talking, chewing with their mouth open, or getting jerked off. Those are the reasons why old school theater...
4: <laughs> Wait, what uh, theaters are you going to? The
5: was <laughs> P.B. Herman was
2: in. <laughs> Listen, any movie, any, any movie theater you walk into can be a P.B. Herman movie theater, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred stole this right from me. Danny striking up a friendship with a movie productionist seems as likely as Martin McFly striking up a friendship with an eccentric scientist. No, that doesn't it's happen. Weird.
3: It's weird. That's real. It, world. It that does, doesn't happen. When it does happen. It's not good. It's not good. Exactly. a happy ending. It, it or, usually, it, it, usually wow. ends
2: with, it usually ends with Chris Hansen saying, so you brought a pizza. What are you
3: exactly. doing here? <laughs> you are.
2: Well, an by the
4: way, Kind of to delve in an Alfred's point, how much fun would it have been in real world New York if she reacted the way she should have reacted, which is, you know, well, like what are you doing with this older man with a really tight t-shirt uh, and randomly, she didn't know who he Schwarzenegger was. Like if people had reacted that way in a real world situation in real New York, that would have been a great supply. I, no, <laughs> we, uh, yeah.
2: Why the hell would you show up to school four hours late? Why bother are you going back to class because because teacher says today? We're gonna talk about Sir Lawrence Olivier and watch Hamlet who does that once you cut do I'm an all-in or all-out if I cut I'm out. I have an explanation for that. I am in great adventure like that I am in playing video games all day and sneaking Zimas at Nicole Buffin's house like that I am NOT going back to school once I cut
5: I have an explanation for that. Okay. Think about the time frame. Four hours. That motherfucker was showing up for lunch because he was broke as shit. <laughs> but he's going to Agreed. the movies all the time. Yeah. But he's going to no, movies uh, all yeah. the time.
4: Yeah.
5: Well, there's that, a whole nother problem with that, with that old man. <laughs> Come watch this movie. <laughs> It's a
2: lot about the timeline. It doesn't work either. Yeah. This movie is chalk-filled of 90s time capsules. I present to you exhibit A, Danny wearing Reebok pump shoes. I had at least three to the five pairs. A three to five I pairs love those of prostrators. Had them. Love it. I didn't know you guys needed to dress up as an usher to screen a movie at midnight for one eventual USC film school dropout that ditches school. But then again, nerds show up dressing like Mace Windu to Star Wars films. So what do I know? That is very show it?
3: man. He's having fun with it.
2: Or he's the one person. Yeah. <laughs>
5: he can <gonna> be both. <laughs> All the Marvels. A showman.
2: Robert Prosky, by the way, I almost wrote down Robert Loja. easily juxtaposable, right? Juxtaposable, excuse me. His, mm-hmm. his eyebrows look like Pam Greer's fro in Foxy Brown. Hmm. <laughs> now, I present to you a three-way Hell in a Cell match. Robert Prosky's eyebrows against Peter Gallagher's and Eugene Levy's eyebrows. Three-way Hell in a Cell Ooh. match. Let's see it at Mania this weekend. I like uh, uh I shield. got Eugenes. Eugene's are Eugene. good. They're good. Man. Peter Gallagher's so though, don't sleep on those things. Those are no, those are no. those are like the, if they were if they were green, they would remind me of the plush forest of Endor in Return of the Jedi. Hey, when Slater starts to count down with the cards of the bomb at his uncle, where's the tripwire to start the bomb counting from five?
5: Because by my count, there he's are a lot, a lot of problems with
3: that. Yeah.
5: Yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah. Bombs don't work like that. You can't just pull up a cart. Just yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Down like that. Five, four.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the bomb pa- the bomb pauses for a second when he yeah. figures it out Yeah. for enough up- <laughs> time for him to get. <laughs> I agree with you all Bobby those comments.
3: Got. Kind of a great scene, though. I don't think, I think it, in oh, the context okay. of the movie. Yeah. I love this. It scene. is. Yeah, I exhibit give you
2: exhibit B of a '90s film capsule. The mini disc player he has in his car that no one, no one bought. No one bought that.
3: I don't know anyone who owns that thing. Oh. Radio, you know why? Radio people had them because there was a. It was uh, small, and you could like uh, record on them. So the oh. only people that bought uh, mini discs were people in radio stations in the nineties and early two
2: thousands. Yeah, did not know that. I saw that at the Macy's electronic section. Remember, remember when Macy's had the electronic section? How are we dating? How old are we dating each other right now, fellas? And I go, uh, what is this? I had
4: Marshall Fields. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> we were of old salt old, of the earth midwesterners uh, uh, with yes. marshall fields
2: <laughs> the cameos are hilarious you know what cameo would have made this really hilarious and ironic a lou ferrigno cameo that would have been a good one.
4: Oh god uh, do they even speak to each other no which is and, like, why uh, it uh, would uh, be uh, a made it up
2: yeah. yeah which is funny because schwarzenegger and sharon stone hated each other after doing total recall but he cajoled her into doing this one go figure yeah what movie? Pa- shows,
4: Tom, like yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. What movie power? What movie power would you borrow? Mine is Leo DiCaprio's airtight NDA that he has every twenty-three-year-old bangs sign off on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, next one. I,
2: oh, go but- ahead. Go ahead. Well what, what's the what's the question though? Like uh like what movie power would you buy? Any movie, what power I get let will tell you what, I gotta I gotta cut I gotta cut it somewhere. What n- besides a superhero one, too easy, what movie power or a special trait would you borrow?
4: It's getting pretty thin up top. The best hair plugger. Oh my uh, god, like, only I I a few
3: only a few people insane. in
4: Hollywood know that the best hair Ugh. pluggers. <sighs>
2: Cry me goddamn river. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Let's see. Next. I love when Danny gets the blockbuster girl to give Arnold his phone number. And Arnold says, I'm a cop. It's okay. I should have been using that line of women at bars for years and say, just give me your number. I'm a cop. It's okay. <laughs> I hope you, I, I'm very surprised you guys didn't c- catch this expert cameo. The Butler in Benedict's house. None other than the Butler from Pee Wee's big adventure. Ah, yeah, I'm- yeah. Francis is busy, Francis, busy yeah. doing what? He's having his bath. Uh, I oh, did not yeah, notice Where are they housing yeah. him down
4: at? <laughs> the f- I was what happy it? about odd job. I didn't notice that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I uh, this part made me laugh heartily. Still, when Benedict says the dogs are exceptionally well trained, I laugh my balls off when they all get, jump into a dog. Pyramid. Great, great,
4: great. So <laughs> great, 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 That That's that so scene naked is great. Gun.
3: Yeah. And that yes, scene is man. great because it's super silly. And yet there is like kind of real tension and Benedict is really good. And it's the first time he's sort of vulnerable. Like it's a kind of a really well done scene and Schwarzenegger is really funny in it. And like, it's super confident in it. And it kind of gets serious at the end. It's a really well done. Mm -hmm. That that scene almost exemplifies the best of the movie, I think. I agree. Without
4: a doubt. Remember how long they prolonged the uh, uh, Wizard of Oz references? It keeps yeah. going and yeah. going. It's like, well, who's I'm asking kind of the reality. tin man.
3: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> it, the whole thing was perfect. It's, yeah. That's
3: a great scene for yeah, real it really like a is. legit. Great. I, scene. I, like, there are a lot of perfect scenes. There really are. Let's talk about
2: Bridget Wilson. One of my all time favorite nineties smoke shows did about four so movies. Uh, she did four movies and then she became my uncle's neighbor and then married Pete Sampras. She did marry oh, my, in that order. Yeah, well, yeah, well, she married, I'm well, sorry, I take it back. She married Pete Sampras and then became my uncle's oh, okay. neighbor. Yeah, she's in the same, oh. he's down, they're down in Tampa, or they were, when, I, I don't know if they still are, but they were. Austin O'Brien is the perfect mixture of annoying and passionate. By the way, did he ever resurface as an actor past 1999? Or my guess is what he's doing right now. He's running a fan boat tour down in the Everglades while smuggling crystal meth in alligators' corpses. That's my guess.
4: I I honestly did not Google him because I did not want to see if he died. I like I just he's he's alive. He's
2: alive. I I looked it up. Weird relationship where Arnold picks up his daughter and throws her over his shoulder. This is something that uh, Trump would do to Ivanka if he didn't have the body composition of someone who gnaws on turkey legs while piloting a rascal scooter throughout Disney World.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Trump would need an actual shoulder to do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just neck and fat. It's
3: too much of a germaphobe to even have any contact with anyone right. like that.
2: <laughs> Although he did Raw Dog, Stormy Daniels, and other uh, smoke shows. That's show. Karen, true, actually. Ka- yeah. Karen so and so. Yeah,
4: it's so weird. Yeah. The,
2: you, know, he just, he, you know what makes you not afraid of germs? Pussy. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> nah. Works every time.
2: I, nah. ple- I It fell a surprise. I pledged a fraternity. Uh, phi Kappa Tau, Epsilon Epsilon Chapter, Kai Chaos Pledge Class. Thank you. Last I checked. No, we're not thanking you. No. no the sorority pledges did not have underage kids knocking the door to kiss them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that is a, that weird is
2: a great team.
4: point. That weird is a team. great point. I totally forgot about it until we rewatched it this weekend. Yeah. I, I did not understand any of that. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> happen. Kids
2: that doesn't yeah. fucking happen because they do other things like circle body fat on their pledges and make them cry. That's what sororities do. Oh, and, open up the door is like, yeah. And remember
4: yeah. guys, name, named Skeezy. Skeezy. S-K E E Z Y when he's talking to the cops. Can you S-K-Z. can
2: you can you imagine A how many takes it took for that kid to nail it unintentionally, intentionally? And B the number of silver dollars that appeared in his, a cloud of his jeans every time he had to kiss Bridget Wilson. <laughs>
4: it's very graphic. Well, Are you listen- sure you're not one of them Hollywood pedophiles. <laughs>
2: Also set, was set frustrating up.
3: for me, going back to my uh, uh, the um, that thing you do reference about like uh, the fake world on top of the real world, like her actor's name is Whitney, but that's not her name in real no. life. Like that is really frustrating. Yeah. My brain. To yeah, like, you're I don't right. Like yeah. that.
4: It's Have too her much. Be no her real
3: name, not yeah. Whitney. No, yeah. it says it on the
2: cutout of, of, of the Slater 4. It says, and introducing so-and-so, as, you know, Whitney, yes. so-and-so
3: as. But it's yeah. not Bridget. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, like, why didn't they just give her? Because, like, that whole ass, like, he's really Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was, uh, mm. uh, it made my yeah. hurt. Yeah. Sense, yeah. The
2: silliness gets ratcheted up when Slater pulls an electrical cord out from the lamp, sticks it in the corpse, who then... Ironically and miraculously yeah. shoots his associate henchmen with perfect. Day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that, there's a lot of odd moments in that scene just like that. That yeah. are pretty funny. And now Jack Slater
2: decides to jump off roofs like, like well, flipping around like Mary Lou goddamn retin on PCP, <laughs> but parkouring off of balconies, and then of course dropping the key line. I've got to catch the red eye. Oh, Beautiful. That is Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Schwarzenegger to a T. And again, I'm here for every second of that. And as you said, Bill Schultz in a text me last night, Benedict is a solid goddamn villain. So and
4: great. Does he is not get it. His so due. great.
2: Does not oh, get his
4: God, due. yes. Yes.
5: Good villain. Love-
4: he ate up every best dialogue in the movie and ate up the goddamn camera. Yeah. But yeah.
5: But
3: also not in a way like he was I hate to say it, like weird he, for a guy with a fake eye who's wearing a white suit. He's kind of subtle also at times and like he's really good at his frustration. but yeah. I, I buy I bought every emotion he had in that movie because he, he just owns it. Oh, no. and by the way, talk about legacy gentlemen.
2: Anthony Scorsese
3: Quinn. Scor- oh.
4: scorsese stole from this movie. Uh, three words. Bill the butcher. Look at this guy's eye. Bill the butcher oh, had the yeah. same oh. trope in Gaines of New York*. Many years later, this movie has a lot of footprints. And Scors- there's no way Scorsese was not aware of *Last Action Hero*. And there was a guy named um, Bill. His last name was a Cutting. That Schultz. Bill the butcher was based on William. He, Paul, yeah, right? he, but he didn't have a glass. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a glass eye that he changed all the time. No, I, Scorsese took that from Last Action Hero, my friends.
2: I can't wait till Bill Schultz gets a glass yeah. eye because that'll provide much more entertainment for me with uh, with you on Morning Show.
4: Uh, I've already got a fake tooth.
2: <laughs> I yeah. know that, that was my next joke, but you, all right, you beat me to it. That's fine. Yeah. The ploy to get Schwarzenegger yeah. to say fuck is hilarious, especially with the PG 13.
0: Oh, I, thought great. That, <laughs> I yeah, loved yeah, yeah. it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Loved it. Loved it. Just think during filming that film, Schwarzenegger was not banging Bridget Wilson, not banging 150 of those nines or tens extras in that film, but he was banging his nanny. That's what he was doing instead of really putting yeah. his penis where the platinum lie.
4: Was Wait, does, does the timeline up? Is that when he impregnated her? I in don't 90-30?
2: know, but I like my version pretty fucking well.
3: All right, but also yeah. we don't know was, that he I mean wasn't beating everybody else either we don't know yeah, that yeah, yeah, right yeah, true.
2: very true very true actually let me google that right now Schwarzenegger yeah. by, the way, I think, was, by the way
4: I think you are accurate because yeah, how old is right. the kid yeah that makes sense
2: he was okay he was 24 he was 24 in 2002 so that's 20 so he's 25 now 25 uh, which puts this at 98 so no after uh. that so Damn it! It
4: was another maid. It was a maid that was on birth control that he was fucking.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This one I didn't catch until my you know this last rewatch. By the way, I own this on owned it VHS, and I have it Blu Ray. Good for on, you on, on digital. I didn't catch it until now, and I laughed my dick off. They armed the bomb on Leo the Fart by pulling his finger. How? Yes, oh, yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get that. Listen, if they put a bomb in Bill Schultz's corpse, they would have to yank the red Marlboro out of his cold, dead hand to (laughs) arm that puppy.
4: (laughs) That's a bumper sticker. I want
2: that. (laughs) Now we're beyond silly where Schwarzinger drags Leo the Fart while the Italian mobsters have the aim of Italian stormtroopers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not a, not, not a uh, single bullet. Nope, there and maybe it.
4: Italy would have done a little better in World War II if they had the stormtroopers oh. rather than Germany. But uh, it's, it's a history thing, guys. Sorry. Uh, go ahead.
2: Schwarzenegger thinks that the real version of New York City is bad. Wait till he jumps to our current timeline where homeless bums beat off in the subways while yelling, like and subscribe. <laughs> so you. <laughs> Fair. It's a fantastic, I love when they bring Arnold's mom to Danny's mom. I'm uh, sorry, Arnold to Danny's mom. I think that whole scene is, is pretty it's delightful. It delightful.
4: is. Delightful. Yeah.
2: Exhibit C in my 90s time capsule, where in the real world, he's walking by and witnesses someone getting shot and they yell, get his shoes. That was huge in the 90s for all you youngsters.
4: I completely forgot about that. So right. Yes. Huh? Yeah. That was, and, and yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah.
2: And, uh, I, I'll say this film does start to drag 15 minutes or so in this. And here's what the it's problem awesome. is. You guys hit the nail on the head and I didn't think of it. And I said, this is why I'm going to knock my score down a little bit. They really fucked up the real world stuff because what happens is they have an hour and yeah. 45, hour 45 in movie land and it's all great. Then they realize, oh shit, we're going to go way over two hours. We need to cut short the frivolity of him in New York with real world stuff and didn't really take their time and could have cut more out of L.A. maybe or movie world, I should say. And it just got rushed, but then it dragged at the same time. If you if you can follow that kind of logic, I would love to borrow that movie ticket for myself. And I would love to jump into two films, Napoleon Dynamite, as well as three, Napoleon Dynamite, Princess Bride and Christmas Story. Bring all the cast into the real world, strap suicide vest onto them, put them on a rickety. Put them on a rickety ass roller coaster at a church carnival and send them all to Allah. That's what I would make my name so happy.
5: Those Look, films are trash.
4: Like, to be more of a dick, you might as well have just included the 2023 Chicago White Sox squad and no. add them to the mix. You dickhead. I,
2: I have another yeah. joke about them later on. Don't you worry. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> damn it. This kid's, I, you're going to laugh, and I don't give a shit, listeners. I think this is one of the most perfect satirical films ever made. A lot of people love to say idiocracy. Here's the difference between idiocracy and this film. I laughed during this film. I did not laugh and I turned off idiocracy two different times. It is so heavy handed, so boring. I find Mike Judge films terrible. See our live show, Office Space. It's I can't deal with it. We get it. People are fat and dumb and say dumb shit in the future. It's a perfect simile to what's going on right now. It stinks. This film nails every single like Hollywood insider moment, Tr- action film trope, makes fun of itself, and action films, and Arnold. I ate this shit up as a, let me do the math, Yeah. 16-year-old. I ate it up as a 22-year-old. I eat up currently as a 46-year-old. That's the difference. This is there's so many different nods here, the lethal weapon quote in the music. Did you guys also catch the Acme Dynamite box in the back of the truck?
5: Yes, 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 yes. It was great. Loved and, it. Uh,
2: like I asked, uh, like as far as the real world thing is concerned, Alfred
4: might have been right. So there is like a um, Acme movie theater, but Alfred's like maybe it's ACM. Uh, in the real AMC. world New York way. I thought it was AMC, AMC but we
3: could have rewound it, but we didn't.
4: I thought that they, and maybe it was some sort of thing that they were telegraphing to us, but I thought I saw an Acme sign in real world New York, which would make it even more meta. What do you think about it, maybe? If I remember, everything,
5: everything that was explosive had Acme on it somewhere. Yep. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah.
4: Warner Brothers, Brothers cartoons all the way. Yeah, Love yeah.
2: It. Not even a question. In fact, he's watching a, a Looney Tunes in the, uh, on TV there, too, yeah. if you caught that. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Also, of course, all the, where are all the hot people? All the people, we are all the average looking people here? Hilarious nails California yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so great uh it's so great look I had to knock it down though from I love that point about the real world and how it just got skated over this film is still solid yeah. I give it a six and a half very good wow. definitely undeserving of all that I don't it's not an eight good bill Jesus Christ that's way 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 insane that was my fault yeah I mean yeah. it's not eight
3: I don't know yeah. I, yeah. I,
2: I,
4: I, I I just can't. Copy,
2: Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I, this film, it passes the remote test. Alfred, the remote test, if you stumble upon it at any point on cable or wherever, at any junction in the film, do you drop oh, the remote? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yes, Bill does. Yes, Delvin does. Six and a half. Yes. Critics, five-star reviews. Five reviews. Every action film trope is satirized. Every manly catchphrase is mocked. In the overuse of senseless violence and random explosions is parodied, parodied to no end. I am happy to say that not only does Last Action Hero hold up well almost 20 years later, it also remains one of the most underrated movie concepts of all time.
4: Without a
2: doubt. I'll agree with that. Right.
4: Yeah. Cons- and what a wonderful universe they could have used. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. Considered a dunderheaded big budget flop in its day, Last Action Hero looks considerably better now in its creative self parody. My question, just for pausing for one hot second, do you think that this would have stayed a better chance if they would have said, Jurassic Park, we know the book was a big thing. Why not wait till August to re- release this puppy?
3: That would have helped. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
4: absolutely. Yeah. What a dumb idea to be like. It's like, it's the, like, forget about the pedophile aspect of Hollywood. <laughs> it's that, dick. it's whose dick is bigger. And I, they saw that that's a big Jurassic Park dick. Fuck you. We got last action here over here. You know We're what it was
2: with you with that Arnold Arnold was just off T2. And there was like, oh, please, T2 yes. Arnold. Yeah. exactly. There's yeah. no one going to touch him. But then he goes, you listen, go. Spielberg was still batting like damn near 95 for 95 percent with his films. Up to that. I mean, I think probably his last film before uh, Jurassic Park, I think top of my head is Schindler's List. look,
0: that was dead. Oh, long-
2: we sure yeah. I, I think Schindler's List was after that, my friend. I
4: think. I, I think it was Hook because you and I were talking about Alfred. Yes. Like they thought that that he had started to show become a little soft, and so that they could compete with Jurassic Park because Hook didn't do as well as people thought it would. Hook was terrible. And by that the was way. part of their thinking. Yeah. No. Oh, it's an awful movie. Hook's awful. brutal. But,
3: and I, I can I can sort of understand I can sort of understand that logic, but also like it's Spielberg and a best selling book. Don't ever mess with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yes. uh, like, but then the other thing is like, I think the marketing of the movie overplayed the like, and this goes into sort of the ego of releasing it against um, the week after Jurassic Park is that they overplayed the action hand and underplayed how funny the movie was because right. like, well and I think yeah. that if they waited and then played it up more that it that it is the comedy that it actually is, that would have been way more beneficial to the movie.
2: Yeah. To answer your question. Dra- Hook was 91. And then Schindler's List was February of 94.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we were right.
2: Last critics, Um, five star review, real fast. Let me bang this out. Smart but complicated. Arnold needs acting lessons. Are you kidding me? Were people saying that after T2, Terminator, Total Recall? (laughs) 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 Listen, okay. Kind of missing the point. Maybe Batman and Robin, I'll give you, but no, not at this point.
5: Yeah. Who Uh, who gives fuck less acting lessons? Just shoot the fucking gun.
3: uh, (laughs) By the way, he's good. In this movie, like, there you can is. say, he's like, that I understand if people hate right. this yeah. movie. He's his acting in this movie is Perfect. maybe the best acting he's actually done. Without it's really a doubt. Good. Yeah, it is, yeah, it's yeah. funny.
2: Uh, critics, one star reviews, a bombastic, rhythmless mess, just like the 2022 White Sox. There you go, Bill. That was a joke. For
5: you. <laughs> Why?
2: Why? Because <laughs> you're here. Joyless, tasteless, and soulless. Last action hero can't decide if it's an actioner, a comedy, or a spoof. It's all three dickheads. Yeah. And it does a yeah, great job. Yeah, that's what
4: makes it great. Yeah.
2: Really would work if it ever really let audiences in what it was trying to accomplish. It did. It did. Spades! Literally. Yeah.
4: Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no, go ahead, Bill. You had a, you had a thought. I want to hear about it. Oh,
4: well, like uh, the ad camp, the, the the ad campaign didn't help it, as you kind of touched on earlier. I mean, they literally marketed it as the greatest action film ever made. That was like one of the taglines oh, or, yeah. or a variation thereof. When, uh, to your point... It's a lot of things. It's not that, but it's a parody, it's satire, it's hilarious, but they didn't do themselves any favor. Like like I think everyone involved in the movie did a great job aside from the people that marketed the movie. Well here and they I they marketed I'll, it horribly.
2: I hate improv, but I'm gonna yes and you. There had to been at least one junior rep who got shushed in the meeting where he said, How can this be the world's greatest action movie if this thing is rated PG yeah. right.
4: thirteen? Absolutely. Yeah. Which is also part of an ongoing joke in the movie. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. Yeah.
2: Next one, Austin O'Brien, the child actor equivalent of fingernails on a chalkboard.
4: Yes, I agree with that.
2: I don't think he's that bad. I don't don't think not that bad. No,
3: I don't like
4: feathered hair. I don't like feathered hair. and kid. His voice gets
3: very grating because it's the basically the exact same register the entire time. And there's no dynamics at all. He's playing every scene, almost the exact same. And I don't blame him for that. I just think they thought he was precocious and super Hollywood, which doesn't fit.
4: Yeah, Yeah. I hated him less than I remembered when we watched it again. I didn't hate Uh, him. I remember hating him more. Yeah.
2: Amazon, he five st- Amazon, five star reviews. This movie was, as one critic put it, passed over by the crowd that wanted to see Arnold do the whole macho kick ass thing, and that's it. But then it was passed over by the then it was passed over by the movie crowd that wants an interesting story and makes you think what their sci-fi experience because, well, Arnold was not known for that. So damn, this movie actually has it both. It has it all. Uh, sci-fi experience. How about two little films called Terminator and Terminator Two? The cheese.
4: Uh, by the way, an older male mentor robot to a young kid in yeah. Terminator Two. I am seeing a pattern here, boys. <laughs> I'm
2: seeing a pattern. Uh, also, kindergarten copy watches out for the kid uh, whose dad is a uh, oh, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. Oh shit, we're onto something.
4: That pizza place is for real. Here's our new.
2: Here's, here's our new. But yeah, but here's the thing: none of us are trying to bang Penelope Ann Miller. That's the difference. Number, <laughs> <laughs>
4: number, what happened to her? She was. She had a great run, and then nothing.
3: Carlitos. It was like she was yeah. in
4: the hit after hit.
3: Carlitos. Like thought Shadow way. was underrated, but I don't know.
4: Yeah. I like the shadow.
3: Yeah. Don't uh, pop that. And yeah.
2: the cheesiest Schwarzenegger film since Commando, and still tons of fun, just like Commando. Ah, I prefer Commando, but this is still damn good.
4: This isn't cheesy.
2: I know. Like, no, no.
4: it's... Oh God, I don't know. It's entirely
2: different. Yeah, yeah, very much yeah. so. No, I guess. Yeah. Pokes fun at 80s and 90s action movie schmaltz, starring, in my opinion, one of the best action movie stars from that era. It's loud, cheesy, obnoxious, in the best ways possible. Awesome. Way to go in a limb and say it's one of the best action stars. How about it's one of the two only actions? Well... Seagal and Van Damme are late 80s, if you want to throw them in the mix. Chuck Norris, yeah. to a degree. You want to fight with that one? All right. But, Chris Willis. Yeah, that's okay. Bit, what, what, but what's and, beside but, Die Hard?
4: Remember-
2: and what, Bill? Hudson Hawk. <gasps> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it had more action in Blind Date. <laughs> I
4: remember Van Damme had a cameo in it with an awesome mullet,
3: if I oh, recall. Oh, yeah. In last action yeah. here, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Amazon, one-star reviews. Arnold Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger has made some good movies. He's also made some real stinkers. This one is one of his worst. Signed, Joel Schumacher, director of Batman and Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've walked out of only five movies in an actual theater. Born in East L.A., Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Valentine, and The Last Action Hero. Even though I have not changed my opinions about the former films, I thought I'd give Last Action Hero one more try. I was unfortunate enough to find a DVD copy in the horrid and worthless pan and scan format, albeit it was only a dollar. Turn it off after two minutes in. I have ADD too. I've never shut a movie off after two minutes, you lying piece of shit. That awesome. didn't happen. Buffy the
3: Vampire Slayer is underrated. That's a, that's a good movie. It's another all right. movie that's sort of satirical. It. All,
2: yeah. Friday also, the Thirteenth Part Eight. I'll,
3: why do all these reviews
4: think that we want their backstory? No. Uh, earlier in the day, I was shopping at. Have uh, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> This is where Kevin Israel laughs at people when they amount uh, they they announce what price they pay to watch it, and then yeah, to say yeah. they either went back for a refund or B threw it in the trash, which neither have happened. come on next one come on now this is clearly the worst schwarzenegger movie of all time this made his performance in conan the barbarian look like he was a classic shakespearean actor in comparison this movie was so bad that our church youth group wanted to leave early on a mission trip where they would have to sleep on a church floor when they left the theater guys to me being a church youth group sounds worse than watching batman and robin i agree
4: I actually go to most of my movie selections to my church youth group, um, as far as their
2: selections are concerned. I was going to um, say, with your church youth now, group, yeah. that's going to be pretty odd being that you're on Megan's Law list. So it's kind of
3: contradictory. Yeah, it goes
4: back to our theme. <laughs> Man, goes back maybe to- the uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: church group thought it was a little too close to home with also Brian's relationship with the uh, movie
5: <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> Schwarzinger tussing his hair, going, You cute little scamp, and then them having flashbacks to their altar their, their priest doing that to them and uh <laughs> putting confession oil in bad areas. Never mind. The only saving grace <laughs> The only saving grace, if you call that, is last action heroes, Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance. His non-acting is just as good in the movie as is, is in The Terminator or True Lies. If the only good thing about your movie is Schwarzenegger's acting, then your movie is in serious trouble. Signed, Tommy Wiseau. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do what have a catch? <sighs> <laughs> Hello, Mark. Uh, the jokes are not funny. <laughs> I didn't do it. The jokes are not funny, and yet you get the feeling that people responsible for this cinematic atrocity are sending out a subliminal message that translates to: "That skit was pretty cool, huh?" The action sequences intended to be absurd only elicit yawning. The child who is intended to be cute is annoying.
4: Yeah, yeah not all right. good. I don't agree with that.
2: Yeah. If you're a Schwarzenegger maniac, go ahead and pick it up. But if you're looking for that movie within a movie, quote unquote, premise, skip this and check out Wes Craven's new nightmare. (laughs) Wow. I don't know how to respond to that. We are not
4: Wes Craven.
2: Yeah. 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 Signed Heather Langenkamp. Yeah. Hard pass Uh, on that one. Well, this is the part where I asked Delvin Cox if they got the sacred cow, but it sounds like we're all in perfect unison that we all love this film. Oh we yep. fooled you. Gotcha, bitches. <laughs> Bill and Alfred uh, Schultz, it's been a pleasure. Delvin Cox. Thanks my for having co-host. us,
4: buddy. Oh, Thank I lo- you so
2: much. I, this was a lot of fun. Oh, I love the idea. And uh wow, he's owie. We went pretty long on this one. So kids. Yeah. <laughs> This is going to break our other yeah, bit of One
4: by, by the way, I, I'm hearing Kevin's brain right now. He's like, how much do I have to add it? How much do I have to add it? How much do I have to add it? Yeah,
2: just, I, I got I to gotta trim a bit down here. But uh, listen, it's always a marathon, but always a marathon of laughs. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on Gutting the Sacred Cow. We will see you all later. Avita Zen.